Hello, welcome to Solomon's Temple. This episode, I'm pulling from some cultural anthropology. The reading is called You at Work, Jobs, Identity, and the Internet by Brenda Mann. Our social identities, or how else we could describe them as our statuses and roles, it's a very selective, entitled sort of stance to have about oneself. You're fulfilling a lane. You have an X amount of power. The scope in which you are an agent varies. The higher the status, or maybe position within a company, the more you strive to keep an identity of that membership on track that you do not want, as a lawyer, to be known as someone who's also a member of Alcoholics Anonymous. We don't like to blend a lot of our personal identities in the deeper parts of ourselves, the more, I guess, rounded out, multifaceted elements of our identities. We withhold and keep them separate from the achieved status realm of the workplace. All sorts of people have all sorts of secrets. If we dug up all the dirt on everybody, everyone would lose their job, then no one would be working. And of course, if you're a job hopper and you're sort of at the bottom, you have less to lose, I guess, in terms of reputation. You just do a bunch of bullshit work. Uh, people that don't really need you around, but you gotta fulfill it because there's some sort of a rule that someone has to be there or something. And we use the term navigate. We navigate the work world. Like we have to avoid that and avoid this. And oh, don't take a left turn, take a right. Okay, now go down two blocks and then you're going to see this guy. And then he'll take you up the stairs and, you know, complicated mess. But ultimately, we want to be perceived in a certain way by people that look at us. Because they don't know us. And quite frankly, I don't trust anybody who isn't a uh, philosopher or a guru to tell, to tell human beings what they are and, and how to judge somebody. I don't even believe in myself to do that, or anyone for that matter, unless you're like Krishnamurti or somebody, I, I don't know. But you dress in certain ways, even smell certain ways, because I like the uh, natural scent, that's sophisticated. But in our dumb culture, we spray stuff on us that makes us smell absolutely ridiculous and makes dogs sneeze. We perform in a certain way, and it's natural to want to show that we have performed at different jobs, that we're reliable, that we've stuck things out, and that we're, you know, capable of, of holding a job for more than three months and we're not tweaking out too hard. We build the resume. They like seeing a history. They like seeing a rounded individual. There's overlapping identities and we keep things unseen. Usually people within a company, the higher up they are within the hierarchy of the company, the less you will see about them anywhere online, unless it's well thought out words about who they are within the company and what, what they're, uh, missions are and what they do or what their company is about. It's all exalted actions and words and descriptors. That's sort of the idea of the employee as well. There's sort of that Capricorn goat always climbing the exalted Mars energy. And then there's the Aries Mars ruled planet, the energy of the employee, the worker, and then the employer. We are obsessed with this stuff in this culture. And it should be noted that the root word of culture is cult. Well, don't you need to wear a funny robe and believe in all these weird things in order to be a cult? Well, aren't you dressing your ass in a, in a strange boxed out suit with a tie that you would never wear? And that's extremely uncomfortable and you, you look the same as everybody? That's basically like wearing a robe, except you're just wearing that. That's your wardrobe. And then, yeah, you're following all these weird beliefs and rules. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a cult. It's a money cult. But anyway, your perceptions are always being examined. You don't want to reflect an identity of, of someone that you don't want them to see. It's a usually seen as a no-no to drink too much at the company party, to date a co-worker, or to share Marxist critique around the water cooler. Guilty! <laughs> 
Yeah, no one really does that because people don't care to be educated about the economic situation. Or if they tell you anything about it, they'll just, they won't know really what the theory's about anyway. So back to work. Um, you have to brand yourself. You have to make yourself like a company or or something. You have to almost put yourself out as like an item to be consumed. It's very weird. It's a, it's a weird cult. You're branding yourself so that someone who has spent all this time and energy in one avenue of work can judge you and discern your fate. And of course, they want to find out people who are effective and efficient at their jobs. They want to find competence and that you're qualified and that you fit the company's culture and so forth. Culture. The website is the barrier. We all have to participate in the website, of course. Nowadays, you have to conceal your identities. You've got to watch what you're saying. Anything can be dug up on you to, to drown your reputation as being seen as subpar. Maybe what you said was three years ago. Maybe you're a whole different person now because people could mature overnight. You can end a whole cycle of your life tomorrow and become a diff different person. It's true, but they won't see that because they don't know you and they don't care. They're cold people, they're suits. So you have to use all these keywords and descriptors. You have to say all the right things at all the right spaces. There's a limited amount of space for you. There's a, a limit on the online applications accepted. There's a limit on the sites that the employers look at. They require you to download things in order to perform the job or to even apply. They scan through job titles, skills, responsibilities, accomplishments, degrees. They look at key dates. They look at the length and time of the position you held. They look for spelling errors. They look for all sorts of kinds of things. They track your history, your application history at that specific job and at elsewhere. They set up tests for you. They provide information to help applicants decide where you want to go. Search tools, titles, job descriptions, job types. There's hiring events. They view applicants' activity thoroughly. They look at resumes. They scan over resumes. They look at those keywords. And you have to strategically place words. And also using words really well, like how I got into California Sleep Solutions. I just wrote an awesome essay. Pen's mightier than sword in this age. I mean, I'm a philosopher. I could get into law and probably run some good arguments. I could probably argue pretty well, you know, if I learned the law. But, I mean, I was good at argumentation in school. I definitely schooled people up in college. Uh, but if you could just critically think and, and write really well and put all your words together in just the right order and have the right concepts employed and, the, you know, the, the proper... You need to view your, your life in the workforce as an employer views their own. You need to know their values and their considerations. You need to speak from a lens they're viewing from. You just You need to be crafty. And in that way, they view you as an equal. And it's like, well, if, if I kind of view this person as right on my tail, you know, maturity-wise in the workforce, of course I'm going to hire him. I'm going to watch out for him so he doesn't climb too high and want to take my job. And of course, they're looking at social media, like that thing you did last year, or you said that one time. And if you're somewhat prolific, people will dig up stuff on you and start showing it to their, their bosses, their managers. They could do it. Anyone could do it. Smear campaigns are run all the time in job spaces that are well sought out, well paid, and with limited room. People will run smear campaigns because they don't care about you. If there's a good job with good pay and they don't want anyone around to compete out with them or they don't want to be nudging for room or, or anything like that, they'll have you gone. They don't want anyone around. So that's how it is. Don't have dirt. If you want to be high up in the companies, don't have dirt because people will run smear campaigns on you. Employers that find anything at all that they, they find discernible or, or they are chagrining on and find objectionable or, or anything that's even neutral that they're just unsure of and they could think heads or tails or anything, if they find anything, 70% of employers 
will reject a person based on the kinds of things they find. Or even if they're comparing candidates, they'll be like, well, X, Y, and Z have the, you know, X, Y, and Z going for them in their social feeds or, or whatever I've found. But these two don't. They have a professional feed. It's kind of more like mine. People like to see people within their image reflected. That's just how it is. Me? Well, I don't know. I'll probably stay behind the scenes. Before I climb any higher, I'll probably get rid of my accounts or or just not care too much and maybe sharpen it up because you have to. You got to get rid of dirt. Can't have dirt. Unless this podcast explodes, then then I'll, I'll, I'll be having lots of patron donations that I'll be able to subsist off this for the rest of my life. Nah, nah that's probably not going to happen. But, you know, who knows? So... That's the world we live in, the pyramid money cult. Get used to it, kiddies. You're in a modern industrial age, electronic age, where everyone's doing the online thing and everyone could see everybody. But maybe that'll create a sense of not caring as much and being a little more embraceive, a little more broad in their sense of approval. It could be the effect over time, but it's not. It's showing us that we're a lot more insecure nowadays. Insecure, sad folk that are hyper aware of each other and hyper competitive at every level. What a treat. Okay, thank you for joining me. Um, feel free to download at patreon.com forward slash Solomon's Temple. Get my shekels up because I'm not going to climb very high within the company. Okay, I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.